when I was doing the program 75 hard, which I, um, I recorded an episode about the 75 hard program, how I loved it and the benefits from it. So if you, if you want to review that, definitely please go through the episodes and, and it, it's titled about 75 hard. But one of the things that I did was I read at least 10 pages a day in a book. And the guidelines for 75 hard is the book needed to be either personal development, business development, something related to that. So not a, not a, um, you know, not a fiction book, not a fantasy book or a sci-fi or a mystery or anything like that. It needed to be a productive thing. And the consistency of doing that, which again is the beauty of the program, but the consistency of reading 10 pages a day, I was able to read through so many books, more books than I ever have read one after another after another. And it's funny because some people put on their goal list, I want to read a book a month and all that kind of stuff. And I get it. But just reading 10 pages a day as the benchmark, I went through way, I went through way more than three books. And I say three books because 75 hard was, I mean, it wasn't even three months. So in the old goal, that would have been three books. And I don't know how many I went through, but it was more than double that. And, and there's two reasons for it. Number one, it's the consistency. And number two, it's because even though in the beginning, I thought reading 10 pages a day every day was going to be pretty difficult. I frequently read more than 10 pages a day. And the simple reason for that is because I saw the value that I was receiving and that the other people in my life were receiving from me reading more than 10 pages per day. So the idea of this episode is how are you feeding your mind? Now, what I don't want you doing is just reading all day long, reading about life, reading about success. No, I want you living life. I want you becoming successful. But reading feeds our mind. What we listen to, podcasts, audiobooks, feeds our mind. The music we listen to, what we watch, things on television or streaming things, YouTube videos, they feed our mind. Conversations we have with others feed our mind. So in the same way that we've talked about good nutrition putting the right foods in your body because it gets the right result for you. That result being a healthier body that has energy and vitality and looks and feels years younger than your chronological age. The same thing goes for how we feed our mind. What type of an eating plan or a diet strategy do you have 
for feeding your mind? Is it structured? Do you do certain things at certain times that allow you to have the consistency of number one, feeding your mind, but number two, feeding it with good, nutritious information. Choosing the books you're reading, choosing the podcasts you're listening to, choosing the programs or the YouTube videos that you're watching. So feeding our senses that feed right into our mind And because our thoughts determine our actions, not the other way around, our thoughts determine our actions, feeding our mind with the right stuff results in right action. Just as much as feeding the mind the wrong stuff leads to wrong action. We say that to our kids all the time. If they're watching things on TV we know aren't good, if they're playing video games that are um, um, like physically beating people up and that type of thing, it feeds into the mind. If they're listening to music that is negative instead of positive, it's feeding into their minds. So what about our own mind? How are you feeding it? Do you have a strategy? Do you commit to yourself to read a certain amount every day? And it may not be pages. Maybe it's time. It doesn't matter which one it is. It's just the the key is the commitment. I will read for 15 minutes. I will read for 30 minutes and have uninterrupted laser focused time to accomplish that. And you need to set yourself up for success in this category. That means don't try to read in the middle of the family room when the kids are doing their homework and they're talking or the TV's on and all the activities going around you. That's going to do nothing but piss you off. Create success opportunity for you by finding that quiet place, by letting the people know that you care about what you're doing. Make sure it fits into the, the, the dance of your home and your family and your spouse. Be considerate of others. If kids have to go in eight different directions and dinner's being prepared, that might not be the time to say you're going to take your 20 minutes to read your book. So discuss it with the people that need it discussed with. So you figure out a good time for everybody for you to take the 15 or 20 or 30 minutes to read and the place to read and request to not be interrupted unless it's an, it's an emergency. And you'll be amazed at several things here. You'll be amazed at how much you get accomplished how much you actually learn from that. So I'm talking laser focused. I'm talking phone on airplane mode with a timer and your family knowing don't come in that room 
Don't open the door. Don't even knock on the door unless it's an actual emergency. So you're not hearing your phone beep and blip with notifications. You're not checking emails. You're not getting interrupted by anything. So you're going to get a lot accomplished in that period of time. That's number one. Number two, you kept your word to yourself. That builds up self-trust and self-esteem. And that is huge. You've even created trust in the other people in your household because you told them what you were going to do. And then you kept your word. Now, even though it wasn't something that you were necessarily directly doing for them, if your spouse knows because you're sharing it with her or him what you're doing, and again, it's all part of this conversation to know what a good time is, what a good place is, please don't interrupt me. Then you get to go either say to the person, hey, I'm going upstairs to read. Or it's known that every day at X time, you go to read. So if one of the kids says to mom, hey, where's dad? Oh, it's 715. He's, he's up reading. Oh, I want to ask him something. Honey, if it's not an emergency, let's wait until he's done reading. So you've shown yourself and you've shown others that you keep your word, that time is important and valuable. And if you show them that you've kept your word in this scenario, as little as it might seem, it increases their understanding and their belief that you'll keep your word to them as well. That when you say you're going to do something or you're going to be there or you're going to fill in the blank, your spouse, your kids, whoever's involved in this awareness of your reading time, they will know that you're a person who keeps his word or her word. So you're going to gain knowledge of what you're reading in the book. You're increasing your trust value in yourself, appreciation, self-esteem, and you're increasing that in the people that are important to you in your life who know about the routine that you're doing. Because I'll tell you, an important factor for me when I was doing 75 hard is that it is a commitment. And you're committing in several different categories about doing several different actions every single day for 75 days in a row. That was powerful. Not just for me. It majorly raised the bar for me because previously to do it, prior to doing it, I was like, I don't know if I can do it. But I did it. And I'll do it again. And I proved to myself that I could make that commitment. But you know what? I proved to my wife and I proved to my kids and I proved to my team 
that I made that commitment. I followed through on my word every single day. That makes everybody around you raise the bar on keeping their word and making and keeping their commitments. So there's so many different positive benefits to committing to yourself to simply read every day. And I understand about audiobooks, but I, I recommend reading the actual paper because it's easier to concentrate and be laser focused on paper. And again, you're doing it in an area where you're not distracted. Don't do it in the middle of Starbucks. I don't care how good you think you're, you are at that. Don't do it with music in your earbuds. Have silence, have no distractions, and read. And read on topics that you know you need to learn about. Read on topics that will make you better. Maybe it's health. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's relationship stuff that you can read about. Read on things that you know that when you read on this topic, you will learn so much because maybe it's just a topic that's not your strong suit. But by increasing your knowledge in that topic, you'll be able to make better decisions. Because I want you to think about this hierarchy. I actually have it written on the dry erase board by my desk because it's something I love to look at and reference to remind myself. How you feed your mind. So think about this. Thoughts. That's all about the mind. And that comes from how we feed it. Your thoughts determine your actions. Your actions determine your habits. Because just by reading today and that's it, that's an action. That's not a habit. But reading every day for 20 or 30 minutes, no matter what, that's now a habit. Your habit will determine your character. And your character will determine your destiny. Now that sequence works in either direction. I mean the positive direction or the negative direction. We have negative thoughts about ourselves. We talk bad about ourselves. Our actions will follow suit with low self-esteem and negativity. We will do that as a habit. If we continue that over time, it will absolutely impact our character and our destiny will be totally different than the other destiny that I mentioned before. So the thought behind why I'm sharing what I'm sharing is you get to decide how you're feeding your mind and recognize how many times in the day you're just feeding your mind by default. Maybe you're listening to talk radio and I'm not against talk radio. I'm just giving you an example, but there are times I've turned it on trying to get information and all I got was 20 minutes of commercials and advertisements. 
when I look at social media? Am I doing it in a structured way? Or am I just on Facebook or Instagram and before I know it, I blink and an hour and 20 minutes have passed because I'm down a rabbit hole. Or do I have intention about what am I going to listen to in the car? And, and it might be just, I'm going to listen to music and just chill out and sing or enjoy the music. That's fine. Be intentional about what you're listening to, though. Or it might be, I want to listen to a podcast. Or I want to listen to a, a YouTube video that either informs me or inspires me. And whenever that TV goes on at home, what's on it? How intentional are you with what you're watching? And where's the value in it? Are you wasting hours of your life that you'll never get back again? Or is it something you're truly enjoying? Again, I'm not against watching a movie or watching a series. If it brings value into your life, even if that value is relaxation, I'm okay with it when it's structured, when it's planned, when it's scheduled. But if I'm just turning on the TV and binge watching Netflix because I don't like my life and I want to escape, no. That's feeding your mind negatively. Doesn't matter what you're watching at that point. So bring intention into what you listen to, what you watch, and what you read. And find a way to create a commitment with yourself to have a certain time period every day to feed your mind with very positive things. And again, you decide what that is. What book do I want to read? What podcast do I want to listen to? What series do I want to watch on TV? The more we're intentional about it, the more benefit we're going to get. In the same way, as I mentioned before, what am I feeding my body? Garbage in, garbage out good nutritious stuff in, healthy, strong body. You can't create a healthy body on fast food. You can't create a healthy mind on junk TV or junk music or junk videos or junk podcasts. What we're feeding ourselves, mind or body, is the fuel. Quality of the fuel going in determines the quality of the performance of our body or mind. So be very aware and conscious of how you want that to go and take action accordingly. And with our thoughts, always be kind to yourself, love yourself. And let that love spill over to others. And if we would all each do that separately and together, we will change the world.